Welcome to Drunk on Comics Podcast, episode 376. In this week's episode, we're rewinding a bit and going back to Motor City Comic Con 2019. Me and Charles did a ton of interviews there, and we're slowly still putting some out. In this week's episode, we have Ben Goldsmith and Davey Broyles, the writer and artist on Beyond the Demon, The Sea. This is a must read book not only for the phenomenal story by ben but the art that davy did was just incredible uh it's simple to say that it's it looks like tattoo art but honestly the way the panels flow and everything yeah you get the sense that it looks like you know kind of well like i said tattoos however just the integration of it is honestly beyond words uh me and charles Thoroughly love the book. Looking forward to more that they have coming on out together as a pair. Now, one other thing I want to mention before getting into this episode. Uh, ben also has an Indiegogo page going on for a new book called Chango, The Broken Veil. This is 56 pages in the first part of this story. You'll be helping out good friend Ben, who has a knack for the vernacular, and ultimately, you know getting a great book in return so go check out indiegogo slash projects slash chango the broken veil act one hashtag and now let's get on to the show hopefully you guys get to know a little bit more about ben and davy and uh definitely pick up their book Sassafras. Carnalingus. Snagglepuss. Carnalingus is coming to town tonight. Oh, every time Carnalingus comes, he he treats me right. You know I'm keeping all this in, right? That's fine. Hi, guys. Hi, Ben. Are we doing a formal intro or no? Uh, I know. I mean, I'll before when we put this all together, I'll slap in your names here and there. But cool. I'm with Ben Goldsmith, and, and uh, I'm with Child. And that child is drunk on comics. <laughs> that, I mean, that, that fits us perfectly. Um, it's been a year since I've talked to you. It has been exactly a year since I talked to you. Which um, then was an exact year before that when we talked to you. Oh, it's our third year anniversary. Yeah, why is it? I think the third year is the half-drunken cup of coffee anniversary. Here you go. Oh, is that what you have? Yeah, but I need that back, oh, honestly. And bad stuff. <laughs> and the bad stuff. Mm. So, Ben, uh, one of the things that drew us into you when we first met you is your personality Aww. and just how bubbly and social you are uh, I've been I've been uh, uh, compared to a golden retriever before oh really yeah I think it's pretty apt actually now would you say that this is how you are at home or <laughs> um, yeah you know it's it's probably like just a an amplified version. It's it's the empath in me going like, this is not an easy thing to do. All of us are working hard, and everyone here is walking on concrete floors, and I have the luxury of having to be behind a booth and sitting. So like, if I can make everything more positive and happy for the people who are coming through, I, I want to, you know. And and I, I yeah, I feel that way when I'm at home too. I just want everyone to have 
as good a possible experience as they can in whatever they're doing. Um, but here it's probably amped up to like 50, you know? Um, yeah, at home it's a lot of just more of me like playing video games and, you know. And rocking out. And rocking out. And uh, a lot of, actually I spent a lot of time in the woods. I played um, disc golf. Oh really? Yeah, so I go out in the woods a lot where there's like no one and, and, and no words. We have a nice, uh, where we're from, we have a nice uh, course right by the river. You do? With some water holes and oh. we found plenty of, because people like once it goes in the water, they're like, I don't want to go get that. Oh yeah. Don't let we'll go count. one Sunday, get some waders on, find about 20 different no discs. No way! Really? Yeah. And, and so I have like a hole. Excuse me. Have yeah, you, next year, next year I'll, I'll try to bring it. Have you some. played before? Have you played like around? Oh yeah, I, su I suck. Oh yeah, but it's fun. It's different. I mean, I suck at golf, so I'm better at throwing a frisbee. Yeah, so. I, I, I got, I get pretty competitive in like anything that I do, if I really focus on it, and like, I, so I got pretty competitive with that. And uh, I bet you I get more competitive. Dude, I get way more competitive than you. No, I'll show wait. you. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's on. All right. Well, it's off Let's now. <laughs> it's off. I turned it off. Oh man. It's how competitive I, I, it I am. More. <laughs> I do actually because you bring up. Uh, disc golf I it's it's a weird thing to say that I know someone who does it professionally for a living oh that's cool he was one of my clerks back when I was running 7-Eleven yeah total stoner looking dude yeah a surfer like everything long hippie hair and when he tells me that's what he does on the weekends when he was in college okay good yeah. luck now I see him yeah I was down in you know San Antonio Texas and had a great match and used this disc and this disc and I'm like Holy shit! Yeah. Someone followed their dreams and well, made it. That's what, sponsored. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> can we get sponsored by Prodigy Disc? Um, <laughs> this is such an esoteric moment for anyone listening to this podcast who doesn't give a shit about disc golf. You know, well, the thing is, is um, because it's always cool when you find someone who who hits that niche, and it's like, oh, that's what you were meant to do. Okay, I get it now. Like you were awful in this other respect because that's one million percent what you were not supposed to be doing. Uh, and then people, they'll find like a focus that you never knew they had in them. And uh, it's, it's really cool. It must be like what teachers feel like when they finally like find a student who digs, you know, a certain, like, oh, you're a Civil War kid. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Now I know that you were, you were just bored before and not an asshole, you know. And that's kind of like going full circle back to you. The one thing that you're good at is writing. Uh, Everything else, I mean, just <laughs> I think I'm, I'm probably better at just selling them than I am necessarily at writing them. Um, <laughs> But we, you know, we find these, speaking of niches, uh, we do find these niches of these, like the new book you got in front of you there, Beyond the Demon and the Sea, that's a, uh, it's, it's a one-shot story, it's like, you know, horror on the high seas, uh, and it's told completely in old school tattoo art, you know, so that Sailor Jerry stuff, so really it was a thing of like, I don't know if I've seen that, and I can sell that, and I want to try something different. Um, I mean, even the next book we're doing that's coming out with Sourcepoint Press is, it's a bodybuilding alien book, but it's done completely in mockumentary like style. Bodybuilding? Body, like bodybuilding aliens. Arnold so, Schwarzenegger. Yeah, so, so actually these aliens got a video of pumping iron, and uh, this very small group of dedicated aliens are sort of obsessed with American bodybuilding, and they have a competition. So this documentary crew comes to film the competition, um, and we and that's sort of where it takes from. So we have like the confessionals, the fourth wall breaking, seeing the camera crew in the mirrors at the gym. and So we did it exactly like what Parks and Rec or like Office did, but for in a comic book form, which again is something that with like the tattoo thing, I just hadn't seen it, so I wanted to, I wanted to do it. You know? Let's, uh, we'll get to this book in a second. Yeah, yeah. Let's go back to the seance room, which yeah, yeah. is also something that was just for me different. And it's oh. one of the things that SourcePoint Press does so well is different, in a, in a sense of 
the books that they have coming out from there, it, you know, they're not, there's any different genre that you can think of from Source Point Press. And the seance room was just so, I don't know, interesting in a concept. Well, you know, I gotta say that I'm glad that now after three years, like, it still sticks that way, you know what I mean? Because um, it, it's always, something new is always cool, but like, if, if you still feel that way after three years, that's great, man. I, You know, I'm, I'm hitting these new, it's like when Jay-Z stops rapping about like living on the streets and has to figure out how to rap about like living in gold towers. It's like, you can't rely on the way things were and, and this is like an interesting in-between spot of like, oh, this this thing is becoming something people like and um, I'm not just trying to force people to try it. Uh, so so it really is heartening to hear that after three years you still feel that way about the, the thing. Now I know yeah. that you recently had a Kickstarter and there was some music involved. Oh my God, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, that's really rad. Yeah, we did a Kickstarter for an album, uh, a complete... Uh, record vinyl of music for Sands from uh, it, it's, it's like an eight minute musical journey up to the mansion, the spinner, the ghosts being released, and then one song for each ghost in order that they appear in the first comic. Uh, and there's it's like if Pink Floyd wrote a horror soundtrack. It is like layered harmonies, full production, uh, strange panning effects. Like it's a, it's an earphone album. You throw the earphones on and just go. And um, I can't believe that you were able to get the band down to record. You got Sex Lump on there, right? Oh my God! Uh, yeah, I, I think Sex Lump's here somewhere today. We should. Uh, <laughs> to be honest, I actually wasn't thinking of that until now. When we're we talking should. about music. I, well, it's funny because did you? What did you hear? I actually recorded a couple of Sex Lump songs. Oh yeah, and I've I've heard them. Did you hear? Yes. Them? <laughs> so stupid, dude. <laughs> but that's what makes so it fun with the, with our group of friends. It's um, that was yeah that was a labor of love because literally no one asked for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, that's funny, dude. I should we should make another Sex Lump album uh, oh, cover. Yes. This yeah, weekend. cover. Yeah, because that was. It's been. It's probably been about a year since the last one, honestly. Mm -hmm. So, this, uh, is, this is the show where creative stuff happens. Yeah, that's true. Well, it's funny because it's like, unfortunately, we just got too busy actually selling comics to come up with fake bands anymore. Like, we've. It's like it's been so hectic and we've been traveling so much that. Uh, and and it's business has been so good that we just don't have time to make fake band stuff, which I think is. It's like, oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Now, where, where have you been traveling lately? Everywhere, man. Um, uh, New Orleans, uh, we're doing Atlanta, um, Miami, obviously all East Coast for me, like New Hampshire, uh, Massachusetts, uh, Rhode Island, like all that stuff, because uh, I'm from Boston. And then uh, uh, I guess Ireland was probably the biggest, craziest one. We went to Dublin, did Dublin Comic Con, just Casey Pierce, Travis, and I. Uh, and How did you win that lottery to be able to go over there? You know, honestly, you know what it was? It's... Um, it's part of being with the company for a long time. You kind of get a, some first top priority on stuff. But then at the same time, because I'm in Boston, my ticket was about a third the price of everyone who was here. That, okay, that makes so sense. So where everyone was like balking at paying for, which I would have too, balking at paying for like, you know, $1,200 for a ticket. Mine was about 300 you know? So really it was just convenience. That's cool. How was that? How, yeah, how's the convention outside of the United States? You know what? It was exactly like the conventions here. Uh, at Dublin, for sure, the the people were really receptive, and um, you know uh, the artists are. It was good. It was a really good convention. I, I was just yeah, super impressed. The and it's like at a convention center like this one and all that stuff. But the one that was weird was I went to the Budapest Comic Con in Hungary, and this was just this is before I was even writing. I just went, and it was like in this is Hungary, the the capital of a country. Their their Comic Con. It was like in a room, and there was like a pretzel truck, and it was like like old reprints of 
Batman 288 in like Hungarian, and it was weird, man. It was totally like. Did they have any creatives at that? Or no, just I think kind like kind of reselling. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. No, I think there was like a, a couple local people, but no, it was. I mean, it was like what you'd imagine the original San Diegos were like, like in a hotel room with you know like. Uh, yeah. Now, as you're saying, you're from Boston. Are you the farthest away from the source of Source Point? Like, being I think, Michigan-based here, I know a lot of the creatives in the group are here. Yeah, I think Garrett out in Redding, California, and then um, Frank is out out on the West Coast, too. So I think uh, we we all converge here. I always forget about the, the West Coast people. Yeah. Well, that's new. That's pretty new, ultimately. Well, Frank, though, was here last year, wasn't he? Involved? I don't remember. I honestly don't, because they all blur together at this point. It's true, true. You know? What do you feel uh, the most unique con that you've been to, excluding Ireland, if you're going to say Ireland, like in the United States? For like, the actually, and in the actual being at the convention? Yeah. Oh, shit. Um, God, I don't have the answer for that right now. Like, I'd have to actually think about all the ones you've been to, because they all, it's all halogen lights and, you know, and... and Hard floors. Oh, you know what? I will say, any casino show is great because they're all carpeted. So just for that alone, I'm I'm a fan of any casino show. Yeah, standing as much as as you guys stand selling your books and as me walking around. Yeah, carpet. You, huge. You don't realize how much it's huge you miss it until you don't have it underneath <laughs> your feet. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say it's like, yes, yeah, so I'll just I'll just say casino shows. Although there is always the temptation to. Uh, just go put everything you earned on black and let it ride and hope you don't screw up, you know. Now, I want to get into the book that you're really promoting right now, the newest one, yep. Beyond the Demon, the Sea, where you kind of briefly said where it came about, but, like, where did it really, you know? Yeah, so, um, you know, nuts to soup on this one is that Davey, the artist, Davey Broyles, came up to the table last year at Motor City Comic Con. Uh, talked to Travis McIntyre, said, you know, I'm interested in doing this kind of stuff. And Travis, I don't know, Travis saw something in him that he was like, this kid's coming to play. He's, he's really, uh, he seems like he'd be committed. And uh, so he said, you know, he passed him over to me and he said, Ben, do something with him. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, so I, I, I called Davey, we talked, what do you do? Oh, I'm a tattoo artist. Uh, I'm like, well, all right, we're doing a tattoo book. And that was really the entire inception of that, of like, lean, just leaning into people's strengths. You know, and then say like, "All right, you do this. So why fight? Why why fight that buck horse? You know, like just let it ride." Um, so, and then the story came together when I was like, "Well, we're doing Sailor Jerry style tattoo art. So let's do a, an old style Victorian tale of horror uh, as this husband and wife cross the Atlantic Ocean from the, uh, Europe to America for their job." Um, this is not a spoiler. It happens on the second page. The ship. Uh, gets attacked by the storm and, and everyone dies except for the husband, the wife, and this real piece of shit sailor named Dave Blink Abe. Like they see him looting dead bodies uh, when the storm's passed, and you know, and his reasoning is like, well, they're not going to spend it, and I have to intend, I have to do what money's intent to do is to spend it. Um, and so they have to get to the new world with this really, really, uh, you know, lascivious human, and uh, it's a very tense, you know, uh, build, building that tension of like you're stuck right you're stuck you're stuck you rely on a person who you don't trust who, and, and what happens as time progresses and, and things start to uh, cabin fever cabin fever right. starts to kick in and you go south and uh, yeah so I mean I have to say when you say a tattoo book and it, uh, initially when you were putting that on social media and stuff yeah. I 
trying visually to understand what that is, yeah. and so listeners just understand it's just it's it's beautiful and hard <laughs> to say. It's almost as if the it's pages were skin. It's also extremely emotional. Like I just I just went through it like and Ooh, it's, a, it's a journey, really. It is like a short little you know it's a comic, so it's it's not that long, but I mean um, it's so intense. Did you see the ending coming? Yes. No. 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 Right. I didn't. Cool. So one of the big things is. When you're writing, I know that some people collaborate. Some people either just write the script and they let the you know the artist do their thing. Some of the times, the artist has their ideas and go. How did you fit everything together as far as like you know layout? Yeah, so I wrote the story for him, um, one through twenty-two. Wrote the whole thing out. Uh, did did research on what what were the sort of um, the you know the the, the tropes of, of that tattooing era of like what kind of stuff could we use. Uh, in it to really, you know, like there's a, a scene where the when the storm's attack when the storm is coming on the ship, the, um, there's a tattoo version of Poseidon stabbing the hole with his trident, and there's a tiger ripping through the clouds. Yeah, you know, so like stuff that really trying to include a lot of that um, the the, the topiary of, of skin that people associate with that tattoo stuff. I, I don't think I can use topiary. I think it's a, a green <laughs> term, but that, you know, it's it's that all that. You know, it's it's everything. It's all the stuff that you imagine. Um, so, with this being his first comic book, did you give more direction then? Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I, in general, I'll always put like exactly what I want in the script, and then I'll let the artist choose what they want to do. Um, uh, you know, because he like so. For instance, in between panels, he put he used like rope to mm-hmm. do in between panels. And I was like, that's great. But then sometimes instead of a full panel, he would just do like a face, and then there'd be lots of this like cloud shading stuff behind it um and and so it's like it, it is i will say it's like if you haven't read comics before it's a little challenging in terms of like where the eye goes next but um justin birch who's our letterer did a really good job of letting you know uh how to how to get to navigate it all and as you say that that is actually one thing where you look at a page you kind of are like oh shit like that's a lot to take in yeah but there is a flow you can almost figure out how to read it in a correct way but you can just step back and look at this and be like once you, once you start art. to once you start to read it once you start to follow it it has a rhythm yeah and, and I'll you, t- it's easy to follow after a while well it's interesting because I mean, like even easier. even I after reading it a couple times now um, I'll catch things that Dave's done that I didn't even realize were there um, he it he put a lot of detail into this book um, it's really it's really impressive honestly like um, well, I'll, I'll say this too: is that um, it's it's gotten such good reception and it's done so well. Oh, uh, the coolest thing too is um, Ben Templesmith did the cover for me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Ben is doing the cover. He did the cover, and it's just really it's it's Templesmith, but it's his version of like that tattoo thing. It's really fucking cool, um, and he's one of my favorite artists. Period. Full stop. So that was awesome. And uh, so anyway, so that happened, and then the book did really well. So now we're doing a full four on it. Um, each one is going to be its own one shot. Each one's going to be a different style of tattooing. So we're keeping with that theme. Like so, for the second one, uh, it's going to be greasers. So like pinup girls, uh, hot rods, uh, eight ball, the you know all that kind of stuff. So you you already have then the concept for the oh other it's, three. it's written yeah oh the, okay. the second one's written the third one third and fourth one <clears throat> we the third one we know what we're going to do but um, it's going to take a lot of research on that one because it's it's definitely something that we're doing it's going to be Eastern traditional. You know, so koi ponds and all that kind of stuff, and uh, I—it's—it's it's a very removed thing for me, so I have to really do a lot of research. But I think if we're going to do uh, tattoo books that are all sort of each one is 
based on a, 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 an important part of tattooing history, you, you cannot ignore that Eastern traditional that is so huge. Oh, yeah. So um, as much as it is silly for someone who doesn't necessarily have Eastern traditional tattoos or is even from that area to do something like that, it would be a disservice not to add it to the, that collection of, to put it to that canon. So uh, we have to do some serious big time research on that one. When do you think uh, that next issue will be? Uh, I, I don't know. Davey's working on it right now. So, okay. uh, you know, I think he has the first four pages wrapped. So, you know. Now, what about uh, Sans Room? Uh, wow, Sans Room is moving so very fast. Uh, unfortunately, Kayla had to back off the project. We now have this guy, Dustin Irving, um, out of Texas. And he's they have very similar styles. So anyone who's reading the books, it's not going to be a, a hard transition in the least. Uh, have you, did you see the art for the third one yet? No. Okay, I'll show you when we get back. But okay. uh, um, but they are coming faster now. So like every four months, we'll have another one. Nice. As opposed to like the year between them before. Yeah, that's the one thing that it, sometimes with you know smaller publishers that that length of time in between books, you can't pop them out all the time, and it's it's just how the business is. Yeah. It's sad. The I'm happy now to hear that it's not going to be that one year span. Yeah, me too, man. That, uh, does that make you have to then be working your butt off a little bit more to make sure you're doing I did, are, you, are you sitting on a script? Sitting on them. I, got a, I probably have about 14. Um, I, yeah, I was I was at a point where I was like writing ahead of myself just to make sure that I, you know what I mean? It was just easier that way. Um, now, what other projects do you have that you might be able to talk about in the pipeline? The, well, so one's coming out with Source Point is that bodybuilding alien book. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Did I talk about it on this? I think I did. Yeah. yeah. Say it. Um, and then we have. Um, I have a book coming out with Mad Cave Studios. That's the couple people who do Battle Cats, um, uh, Midnight Task Force, a couple other books that you you find at local comic shops. They're through Diamond, so you see them all over. And uh, uh, so I'm doing a book called RV Nine. It's, it's about a female assassin, one of these nine, and uh, <clears throat> really examining what like what what part. Uh, to be loved and, and to feel loved plays in a world where emotion is not that important and people are fairly cold. Um, you know, I... Uh, yeah, so they... I mean, yeah, Mad Key was really cool. They, they they had this idea and, and then uh, they hired me to do it and I was I was like, well, I really want to... Like, the, the assassin thing, I'm like, alright, that's, that's a thing and it's been done a hundred million times and so I said, well, I think it would be really interesting if... Um, it's it's I, I, I the whole thing is like a parallel to almost like uh, the uh, Velveteen Rabbit, the book The Velveteen Rabbit. Mm -hmm. um, I, I it's it's, a, it's I really tried to like imbue this this almost like she she didn't have a childhood and and, and to be loved and like it, I think it'll really resonate with people who had like tough family upbringings and were uncertain of where they stood in, in the people they loved's eyes and and. and uh, and, to, and to, to exist and feel important and, and still, you know, come out on top through that. Awesome. I'm, yeah. Well, I always look forward to your work. Um, one of the things that I'm just kind of curious with people that aren't from the Michigan area, what is the comic scene like in Boston? Uh, well, I, I mean, I guess I can't speak to it comparatively because I don't, I don't spend enough time here. You know, I know that you guys, one thing I love about the Michigan scene um, is how tight you guys all are. And like how awesome everybody is to each other, and like you know, just, just it's, our, it's our con family, and you are obviously 
one of them. I'm thrilled to. That's you're that's one of awesome. them though that we only get to see like you know at least I once a year. Yeah, so I, I, I wish don't you get to make <laughs> some more. Over I know. Chavisky's telling me he's like, if you moved out here, you'd be doing so many more cons. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and if I moved out here, you wouldn't have anyone to go up to New Hampshire. So, <laughs> yeah. um, the Boston scene is uh, it's it's fairly similar. I mean, you have you have uh, a lot of a lot of the old school guys who are st- you know making comics with the X and uh, a lot of zine stuff. And um, but but really. Um, Boston's a mixed bag, man. Like, you got dudes like, uh, you know, Ian Chase Nichols, who does the Tick stuff, and he's out in New Bedford, you know, which is like an hour and a half south of Boston. You've got, you know, um, these cats, this, like, New England contingent of, like, Ben Bishop, who does uh, Drawing Blood for Kevin Eastman and does a lot of the Turtle stuff, and he's up in Maine. So it's like, we're we're pretty spread out, actually, in the Boston scene. Like, it's there really isn't, like, a hub. Okay. Um, you know, and, and the comic shops are so spread out, and it's uh, yeah. That's, but that's my experience. I'm sure someone listening who's who's from there is like, "You asshole!" That's, <laughs> you forgot about you us. forgot about yeah. And I'll be like, "Well, invite me next time, so we can talk about you next time." Well, here then, I'll take the take <laughs> you're the. Not, you're not invited to Discord. I, yeah, no, yeah, exactly. They're like, "You hippie." Well, I was gonna say, <laughs> then I love talking to you all the time, except for football season, because oh, oh man, I know, I, I know, I oh, I understand your your love. I know, but I. Not a fan. Well, you know, they told me I'm not allowed to wear Patriots stuff to conventions. Oh, anyway. good. Yeah, I'm cut off. I don't, they don't let me do it. I mean, it is one of those things where I... So it's I, subtle. I'll wear socks, like Patriots socks. Oh, just kind of yeah, so pull no them up when they're them. not looking, but... Yeah, yeah, I mean, I I, I, I always... I did like them, but I always like the underdogs more than anything yeah. during football. That's why I'm a big Lions fan, because yeah. they're the ultimate underdogs. Well, we talked about that. I actually like the Lions, and I always get the reaction of, why, from people. Um... But I like the Lions. I think uh, I like the franchise. Plus, you guys have Matt Patricia now. Yeah. So you guys are, you know. Hopefully that starts turning around. But there's, if you ever hear someone say they're a Lions fan, you know they are actually a true football fan because why? Why are you a Lions fan unless you truly appreciate I, what it is? I just, I've always liked, like, especially last year watching uh, on Johnson and uh, uh, uh Kenny Galladay, like making these really rad big plays that these young guys are making, and you know, watching watching them come up, and I don't know, there's, uh, you know, plus you got to root for the team with the highest paid quarterback in the entire NFL, right? Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, all right, I got to get all back right. to selling yes, stuff. Yes, uh, uh, Ben, where can uh, people find you? Sure, you guys can uh, very active over on the Insta of Grams at. Uh, Mr. Ben AU, so M R B E N A U. My last name is Goldsmith. I thought it was clever. It's just a pain in the ass to describe to people who don't appreciate a good periodic element joke. Uh, and then, uh, you know, you can just uh, really we're we're in the stores, man. So just you know, go or ladies, sorry, pardon. Um, so just go ask comic shops for Beyond the Demon of the Sea Seance Room and uh, coming out uh, the the RV9, which will be out in the all basically all of that will be out in the fall. Awesome. Weird that confluence of like everything in the fall. I think they were like, you're a New England guy. You love the fall, right? Let's just put all your (laughs) crap in that area. All right. Well, thank you so much, Ben. Cheers. Thanks, guys. All right. We are sitting here talking to the artist of Beyond the Demon, the Sea, Davy Broyles. How's it going, man? It's going pretty good. So we had already talked to uh, Ben Goldsmith about the book and his process of how it came about but without I'm sure you guys have talked about hey this is our 15 you know second pitch and, and how we're going to pitch the book which we already kind of have give me in your own eyes how this book came about 
Okay, mine's like way different. Uh, it's all you, right? Like, yeah. Everything he said, just ignore that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? Mine is the truth. No, it's not like that. I just had a like. It's different. Um, so I met uh, Travis. Um, I think a year, or two years before, I went to a couple cons and met him and uh, kind of pushed my art in his face and kind of like, it's like, hey, what do I do? Like, how do I get in? And it's like, you know, get your shit together and come talk to me. My, is that okay? Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, you can say yeah. shit. Okay, cool. You can say shit, fuck, ass. Cool, yeah. I can say it. Earmuffs? Say it all. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but yeah, basically he was like, get your shit together and come talk to me. And uh, kind of spent uh, the next year or two just kind of like working on my stuff and building a portfolio. And I ended up running into him again. Same thing. Get your shit together. And I was like, well, what do I got to do to get in? Like, like, show me what to, like... What do I do? And he was like, "Oh, okay." And introduced me to Ben. He's like, "You know, I want you to talk to somebody that like is established. You know, it's an established writer, somebody who has something going on. You know, something that has experience. You know, and then uh, you know we can talk." And then he proceeded to introduce me to Ben. And pretty much, I just showed him my portfolio, and they both fell in love with my uh, tattooing experience. Uh, it was just, uh, which is super small. I, I was just an apprentice. I just. I only tattooed like me and my friends. Like it wasn't anything too wild. I just held on to the uh, painting or painting art style, and they fell in love with that. Now, what got you into that style of art? Uh, just an apprenticeship. Like that was what well, they like did. Well, like when you were younger, like you're just like I want to do tattoos, or it, like I got into slowly tat- but surely you had one and then two and then you're like I want to design them. Yeah, like that's pretty. I've always been into art. I've always drawn ever since I was a kid. So like I've always loved drawing and stuff. And um, tattooing kind of just fell into my lap too. It was just friends of friends come hang out. It's like, do you know how to draw? Yeah. All right, we'll come in on Monday. And, and like that's how I got my apprenticeship. And then uh, like. But, like, that style of painting and stuff, I didn't learn that until I went there. Like, I never, I was never a painter. I was always just pen and pencil, just doodles. I was never, like, never never a finisher. Like, it was just all garbage. And, find, like, uh, Jay Dowd introduced me to, like, the spit shade watercoloring style. And that's kind of, like, a part of the tattooing process or apprenticeship thing is it teaches you how to pull lines and how to pull uh, shade and pull uh color out and stuff to like get that fade and stuff like that and it teaches you how to balance colors and crap like that well to take uh what you just said and more specifically with this book as you're saying pulling the colors out it it, it's something else to say the least of how not only the book flows but the look the book looks and with there's spots where there's not a lot of color but then the spots that do they just pop yeah, they, they all have meaning, don't they? Yeah. You know? What is it that made... What was the art direction besides knowing tattooing for you in this book? Uh, Bennett said something about how, you know, when he was writing it and his ideas and everything, what ideas did you bring and collaborate with him from what he was giving suggestions for? Um, shit. I don't know. I just kind of, like, I wanted to do something... Like, he wanted, he wanted the tattoo style, and I wanted it, like, I wanted to do, like, a true American traditional style, and I 
kept trying to copy other styles, like trying to like copy like, uh, like I can't even think of his name right now. Uh, <laughs> but um, oh my God, I'm like brain farting right now. So or what? One, someone from Source Point or no? It's tattoo a artist. Tattoo artist. I tattoo just, artist style. Yeah. Um, um, is it? Oh man, what is that? I can't even think of it now. Probably think of the same. He's got thing. fucking boobs. Yeah, Sailor Jerry, goddamn yeah, it! Yeah, yeah like well, yeah, 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 this is what it's, this is what he said too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, like yeah. <laughs> all right, <laughs> all right. There we go. We're gonna um, go with what, what he said a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like the Sailor Jerry style, like stuff like a real traditional style like that. I wanted I wanted that, but like I was trying to copy it and it just didn't feel right, and I wasn't finding that style. So I kind of just took it in a different direction. Just wanted to do my own, own take. Voice, yeah, right? my own take on it. It's like. Because I talked to my buddies at the tattoo shops. I was like, what do you think as a traditional artist? And they're like, well, it's not really traditional, Dave. Like, it's not... Like, I was like, this is American traditional, right? And they're like, no. Like, this is this isn't, doesn't look anything like American traditional. But, like, it has that aspect. You know, how it's done is like that. But, so I kind of took that. Just wanted to make, like, you know, make my own version of it. And that's... How was it uh, joining the Source Point Press crew? Oh, it's awesome. There's a bunch of weird dudes. <laughs> They're awesome. I love them. Funny thing is, someone had mentioned it earlier, and I had not really noticed it, but, like, it is a bunch of dudes. There's pretty much Casey that comes around. Right. And it's a bunch of dudes, and they are, I mean, I wouldn't say weird. They're all fun. Oh, um, yeah, they're very fun. <laughs> and it's almost a requirement, though, you have a beard. Yeah, I guess so. It's unlike some people around here. <laughs> yeah, one. They might be on the chopping block. Right. <laughs> no, just kidding, just kidding. Yeah, everybody's kind of got that. Uh, it's it's a it's a cool group. We all got like that same. Well, and a big thing too. A lot of us have tattoos. Yeah. And I mean, I should say a lot of us. I'm not really part of Source Point, but <laughs> I, I'm I'm their ugly redheaded stepchild. Travis is redheaded stepchild, or yeah. he is the stepchild. He's the. Definitely the red. <laughs> the red something. <laughs> something red. <laughs> uh, but they have always been kind to me in our podcast and love promoting any any work that's been going through them. What is it that you see uh, contributing more to the development of Source Point Press? Do you have other ideas that you want to start working on? Or are you just waiting for some scripts to happen? Um, right now, um, I'm actually, me and Ben are working on a couple. We got one right now in the works. Um, I actually have like five pages uh, lined out right now, uh, but we're doing another. We got one more in the works right now, and then we're supposed to do two more along the same lines. Like the tattoo, it's going to be like a one and done. Doesn't really follow this. It just said it's like another style, take. Yeah, right. Same same style, but different story. Um, he was mentioning the uh, uh, traditional Eastern. Yeah, right. we were we were talking about doing like more like uh, like the Eastern style, like more like uh, Japanese traditional and stuff like that. But, but still, but still a tattoo. Yeah, so and like so, yeah. And so you don't do what are the, what are the lines kind of like? Do you think like there's no like watercolor to it, is there? Yeah, definitely. Oh, so yeah. there's like yeah. was it koi fish? Yeah, koi fish and like dragons and stuff like that, and samurai and uh, lotus flowers and stuff like that. It's, oh yeah. Yeah, all that crazy stuff. And, Stuff that I'm like not 
super familiar with, but if I do it, I want to do it right. I don't want to do like yeah, right. a crappy hack at it. Because there's a lot of big like Japanese artists that are like, take it super, super serious. Oh yeah, you don't want to like a, right. Yeah, yeah. definitely don't want to. Like if I do something like that, I want it to be super cool. But we, that, that was taught like every, every style, like we want to do something a little different, you know, but still keep with the tattooing thing. Have you ever done something as big as, well, a comic book? Never. Like, you know, it's all one style and there's all these different things in your storytelling. I'm well, excited to see right. this next I've, thing you're really putting together. I've never done anything like this. This is my first time. I got, like, like I was saying, like I came to those conventions and I got super lucky. That's crazy to me. I'm so impressed. I love this so much. Thank you so much. Like, it means a lot. Like, it's I'm super pumped about it. Like... I hammered it out as super, like as quick as I could. I got it done. I think in, I think it was seven months, seven or eight months, eight months. Because wow. yeah, I, yeah, because I moved to right when I got the job. I ended up moving to Arizona for a while, and I finished it down there. Kind of like secluded myself okay. in the desert, and uh, and I got to finish it. And uh, yeah, I'm, are there any uh, with tattoos that you have any stories that you? I mean, every tattoo has a story, but. Uh, any couple that you kind of had that you wanted to put together that kind of completes a trilogy or does anything or anything that sticks out in your mind of like your favorite tattoo that you've had? Oh, I mean, they're all awful. <laughs> like, none of them really have a real story. I just kind of get stuff that I like. I like, you know, if I like something, I'm going to get it. You know what I mean? I just, I don't, I've never been like, end up planning like whole sleeves and stuff I just like to get cool stuff that I like and, and then add to yeah like like a lot of stuff when I was apprentice like I got a lot of dumb tattoos on my legs all my real dumb stuff is down here and, and uh, like they have no story behind them it's like they're like Dave sit down <laughs> so then my follow up question is have you gotten the Source Point Press logo tattooed no, yet not yet not yet maybe probably I'll probably do it yeah <laughs> that's what yeah. I can, I can only imagine, you know, this being your first publishing gig that you would yeah. have some meaning behind it. I've thought about it. We, I've even sparked a couple uh, interests in the other guys, too. They're like, oh, I want to get, Dave, you need to draw me something. I want to do something. So it's, they're all, it's, it's coming, definitely. I'm definitely going to do like a, I'd like to do like a source point sheet or something. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, just like, I don't know, maybe a bunch of characters of their stuff. And, but... Now, we'll what see. is it that uh, you see, besides the books coming out, like, ultimately, do you want to be the big name, or do you want to, like, because this feels like, it's so, as we've said multiple times, so different. I don't feel like I've seen a book like this. Do you want to be remembered as, like, the person that kind of started this type of storytelling tradition in comic books? Ideally, that'd be great. I know I'm not the first one. Um, I don't know his name, but he does a book called A Tomahawk. And oh yeah, and actually, yep. it's it's very like I'm like the dumbed down version of what he does. His stuff is like well, his well, I would say it's crazy. it's different. I, I mean, I'm not judging better or worse. His is a lot more colorful in it. Yeah, he's got that a lot was of... very, and the story was very interesting. Yeah, but I, as I said before, the lack of color in certain things it it adds to where there is color. Your eyes pull to right. And one of the things, too, that I love within yours is how you separate some of the panels. Yeah, they. Uh, that was one thing that Ben, uh, that was kind of Ben's idea. He didn't want, um, 
he didn't want to have like uh, he didn't want to like panel it out. He wanted it to be different, you know. He wanted to just use you know kind of let it flow and use aspects of, like the tattooing stuff, like how I got like there's like ship brackets and stuff like that and rope and crap like that. And that's kind of like what we're doing with the next one too. We're doing the same thing, but with that style or, or whatever the story based around that story stuff like that but the next one's going to be more boxed out it's going to be a lot a little bit cleaner okay but it's still going to be like i'm still going to fill it out like it's it's going to be fucking cool it's going to be really cool i'm i'm super pumped because so i took a leap i think 12 it's been a yeah it's been exactly a year because last year i got my job with source and it was last year when i talked to ben i was just talking about some things coming on out Obviously, now we see the fruition. Yeah, yeah. It's, I didn't even think about it until just now. Yeah, it's been a year since I took the leap. Because I got the job and I quit my job. And I just started doing this. And, uh, um, fuck. Where was I going? You were going with, you're having so much fun with Source Point. I just, I just want to party. I just want to, I just want to draw cool stuff with cool people. Like, well, you can't find a better group of people than these guys. Yeah. Now, will I say, is this your first uh, show that you've been to, or have you been to a couple other Source Point uh, setting you up uh, for Comic-Cons? Uh, this is, like, my third con ever. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. you're still new to the... Yeah. How, how are you enjoying this one? Oh, it's awesome. It's I love this new area, too. It's it's super cool. I love the con life. I love the... I, love, I want this life. This is what I want to do. I want to write books and hang out with people and do shit like this like this is cool shit I love this getting interviewed yeah getting interviewed yeah you guys are great I've never been interviewed so so we are gonna be your first so you'll always remember your first yeah you're definitely my first a lot of cherries this weekend (laughs) got them stacked up no I remember what I was talking about That the new stuff the new stuff that I'm doing um the whole thing the whole time I was gone like it's just when I took that leap like ever since then I've been drawing like non-stop all I do I haven't like picked up any side work like this is I'm super fortunate with my I got support from my family and friends like I have an unreal situation it's awesome and so I I get to devote all my time and effort into drawing and it's it's blowing my mind like how how much I've grown and, and, and just drawing and writing and it's I'm so pumped about the new stuff new stuff looks so much better than this <laughs> like nope. I, I love it so much there's two questions that usually we we ask people when we're doing interviews and one is when it's an artist we ask about the writing or if they're writing if they've ever drawn because sometimes it, it creativity doesn't go both ways but have you ever thought of your own stories that you feel like you want to get out there oh definitely I actually have one in that book right now that I'm I wanted to pitch to Travis this weekend um, it's uh, it's not 100% complete. I like drew it before I before I uh, made the dialogue or anything or even the story. It was kind of I was trying to do that like Ditko thing. Like mm-hmm. I just wanted to draw it and build a story from that. And uh, it's kind of what I'm doing. And uh, I got I got a couple ideas. I get well, I got a bunch of ideas. Like I I want to do I want to do a lot. Like well, that's <laughs> I, awesome. You know I just I just let I just want to. Just want to fucking party. <laughs> now, the the uh, one other question that we always ask is, you know, what kind of booze? We do booze in a book every week on our podcast, and so we oh, pair okay. pair a book with it. 
I would normally ask you, but I think we've pretty much settled on Sailor Jerry's as kind of the, the, the booze that we would drink while reading this book. I would do that, or um, a lot of booze. Uh, what I drank when I was drawing and stuff was uh, vodka and orange juice. That's my go-to. Oh, really? Yeah, vodka and orange Simple juice. Simple screwdriver. Yeah, I love and with a little Sprite. Okay. Yeah. Well, spritz, spritz it up a bit. Yeah, it was just a little zazz, you know. Now, where can uh, people find you if they uh, are interested in any of your work? Do you have a webpage or a Twitter or Instagram where you I, put it up? I have an Instagram that I rarely post stuff. I'm awful with social media. Like, if I post something, I usually, it's usually just in my stories, like those 24-hour stories. I'm really bad about posting stuff. Uh, I have, like, a Facebook page. Like, my like my actual Facebook has, like, a page. I manage yeah. a page or whatever, and it's all my drawing stuff. But I haven't updated it since I got this job. And I actually have another Instagram that's supposed to be all drawing that I never update. Anything that I do is just on my personal. <laughs> but <laughs> reaching out to me would be my personal... Uh, either Facebook or Instagram. Okay. That would be the best way to get a hold of me. And Well, yeah. I'm, I'm going to tell you, you're going to start getting flooded with, with people like looking at the art because, it, like I said, it is it's beautiful. Thank and, you. And especially for listeners, pick up this book. It's well written, but as we've said millions of times now, beautiful, awesome, interesting. It's, it's all those and more. So, Thank you so much. So, Davey, thanks for uh, sitting down and talking with us, and uh, let's go get some beers. Hell yeah. All right.